Hello. This time around, we're joined again by Jeff Smith to talk about his latest Tooth in the Fang release, Songs from the Broadview Wind Tunnel. We also talk a bit about how we're biding our days in this time of isolation, and of course, he lets us hear a few of his tunes as well. So sit back, sip your poison, and enjoy the ride. I'm Kalen Capson, and this is the Pack and Place Podcast. Anything like when like quarantine started, I was like, "Oh yeah, I can do all these things," and now I'm just like, "I don't want to do anything." <laughs> I like, know, right? It's like I'm enjoying hours of Netflix and <laughs> books, and yeah, yeah, it's anyway. fun to take a vacation, even exactly. if it's forced. Yeah, right. Well, it's funny too. Like, obviously, I'm bummed out about not being able to leave this province. But <laughs> the thing, my favorite thing about this province is the woods. So it's like, you know, everyone being like staycation. It's like, I'm actually totally down for that. I love just walking into the woods. <laughs> so Yeah, that's true. That's, me too. So it's like, I definitely think that people might end up actually having really great summers that they never expected they would. Yeah, I think you're right. You know? They're probably going to be opening up like the campgrounds and stuff too. Yeah, if, exactly. You know, if things keep going good. So mm-hmm. I can't see why not. Really, you know, exactly. people just do more camping than they probably have previously. Mm. And it's like, there's so much to explore. And even like for people that aren't super into, you know, hiking or something, like even the, the park out, what's that place called? Like in St. Martin's, um, Monday National. Oh, yeah. They're almost done completing drivable roads, extra roads that like open up a whole other area. You know, where Adair's Lodge is, Sussex, or like... yeah. In the woods past Sussex, there's roads there now that will be connecting to the park. That's pretty sweet. So, I don't know. There's definitely lots of adventuring people can do if you want to. I knew they were going to be yeah. putting uh, more more um, road access in, but I didn't really know where. Like, I haven't been there in a yeah. little while. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like a few years ago, they when they were just starting... Um, the guy haven't but like now i think a bunch of it's actually like gyp seals oh really that's sweet yeah crazy anyway so other than uh taking walks in the woods and binging (laughs) netflix uh how's your uh isolation been i guess oh good um i don't know (laughs) what have i done (laughs) i'm still working so i still go to work and i was like i was thinking oh i'll I'll still have some more free time because i can't really do anything else and then really it hasn't worked out that way i feel like i have less time somehow well it's like little things that like never took time like like you know getting groceries that's true that's now something like oh you have to wait at the door and then your wait in the line is like easily three times as long as it used to be yeah oh yeah definitely so like that's actually the thing that i don't like the most (laughs) because grocery stores is always like a thing that i would do to like chill out after work i'd usually like stop at a grocery store before I came home. Yeah, no, me too. And now it's, I only go in there unless I have to buy something because I just ugh, don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't blame you. It is, uh, last couple times I've went, it's just more stressful, more, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's the exactly. arrows and if you go down the wrong aisle because you didn't notice the well, arrow on the ground. that's a funny thing, right? Like, for us, I think it's like being like, you know, fairly young people look at us like you got to be following the rules, or you're gonna make everybody sick. Yeah. And then like every time I go somewhere, there's like 18 old ladies that just like walk in front of me. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like they don't give a shit, but like all of the shit is so that they don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know? true. And it's like it's kind of annoying. It's like we're <laughs> supposed to be so like cautious of them, and they're just like, "Fuck it, I need my carrots." Yeah. <laughs> So, there was anyway. a couple uh, guys my age walking down the wrong way one day. The dude behind <laughs> me just 
laid into them. Just started yelling at them. Fuck. I was like, man, as if we're not all stressed out enough. Exactly. Oh, the poor people that still have, like, it sucks, like, working. Oh, it must be so stressful. Yeah, it is. Like, they've uh, they moved us all to kind of anticipate. So you're not so. by anyone. So now you're just lonely and stuck yeah. at work all day. I'm literally That's... alone at work. There was, I think... <laughs> When I left work yesterday, there was one other person in the office, and they were, like, way on the other side. I was like, oh, man. Well, <laughs> it is crazy to see, like, you know, depending on how long this really is, like, like this. It's like, what will be the toll on people's, like, mental well-being? <laughs> because I, I think people definitely are getting weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Know? I think but, as more things start to normalize, at least... It'll get a little bit easier on the mm. on the brain, and then I don't know the office just going in somewhat depressing. <laughs> like it's yeah, just weird. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get used to that. Well, yeah, it's like you're like oh, I'm here for like eight hours or whatever it is, and it's like it's like you have to take that whole toll by yourself <laughs> yeah, instead of much. having people to like relate to your exactly your shitty time. Nobody to help you stay sane while you're there. Nobody to yeah. to make fun of while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> so this also affected, unfortunately, the release of your album. <laughs> Although you know you're you're not alone. I'm sure you've noticed. Oh, that there's as well. been so many and posts and oh yes, a yeah. lot of lot of uh, well, I mean, everything like crushed tours, crushed festivals. Everybody's yeah. getting hit by this uh, no live music thing. And it's sad, too, like, uh, on my Facebook, like, every day there's a new venue, like, you know, somewhere, especially it seems like in Ontario, places are just closing down. My worry now is when we can, if, you know, if we can go back to playing shows, (laughs) where are we going to play? That's that's fair. Like, it's going to be harder because it's like everyone's going to want to play, but there's going to be less places to play because of all the closures. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be stressful yeah that's true i hadn't thought of that yeah and just like i mean i don't have a lot of friends but i have a couple like people that i know that like own you know they own they run their bar it's like it's their job so it's like how are these people gonna survive because they're they're, i mean yeah bars are the like they're the ones that are hit gonna be hit the worst and the longest yeah i think So, so it's gonna be weird but now i've been hearing i don't know if you've heard like like, they're going to try to, like, do it so places can have people, like, you know, on curbside stuff. Okay, you know, yeah. So you can have, like, a beer outside but not be close to anybody or something. Yeah. I don't know. People will figure something out, but well, it's talk- just weird. I was talking to a guy in New York, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, they had kind of done something similar there. I don't know if it's still in effect, but when things first started going sideways, you could go and order your beer or drink or whatever at the window so it kind of be like peppers if they opened up that side little window thing Mm, yeah and uh they would give you the beer but you had to stay within like a certain radius of the the venue or something to to be able to drink it right which i mean if you have a sunny day i'm fine with that man right well like imagine if they could make like i mean this kind of really thinking but you know like the the circle down in market square like the big like imagine if they could make that into like a beer garden. Oh, that'd be amazing. So like all of the all of the boardwalk people could like serve beer there. Yeah. And like like that'd be sweet. Yeah, that would be awesome. Just have to like I mean check. that should just be a thing that should happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, yesterday I went and got some groceries and uh I I was complaining like always to my partner being like <laughs> wouldn't it be great if we were like Europe we could just like drink in public like make everything easier yeah. and it's like yeah beer gardens should just be like i should be able to go i mean i you know you can and just don't get caught but like we should be able to go to king square queen square without fear of a fine i should be able to open a beer and like read a book on the bench oh yeah you know? absolutely like that should just be a thing and so much the world is like that except for here yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's like we're supposed to be like greatest place in the world that we're kind of backwards in a lot of ways <laughs> i blame our cousins to the south 
we've, we've <laughs> yeah. corrupted our European ways. It, definitely. Ugh. Oh, boys. <laughs> yeah, I don't, well, I don't have television and I don't get the paper, so I don't, I like only see the news on Facebook or if people talk to me about it. If I can go a day without like seeing or hearing something about Donald Trump, that's a good day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, so. I agree there. <laughs> it's like, I know it's it's probably not a very sympathetic thing. I just, it's not my problem, so I, I think about it, you know? It's like, yeah. no good's going to come of it. It's like, people use so much energy to think about American politics and American ways, but it's like, you know, we should be way more concerned about the people that are controlling <laughs> us, not him. Yeah, no, it's you know? true. It's like, he's a, he's like a reality TV person <laughs> it like, kind of is like watching a really shitty reality tv show when you're looking at american news and yeah, stuff like that. yeah. Uh, it's like homer simpson is now the president <laughs> like, it's insane and at least homer was somehow an engineer like he <laughs> yeah he had some and like he's innocent you know yeah. even in his worst <laughs> he's you know there's still like a nice child like innocence about him so that's why he <laughs> Yeah, that's why you can still love him. Yeah. But there's nothing innocent about that redheaded man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
president homer for president uh actually so <laughs> I, i've been watching the simpsons every single day gonna get through all 30 seasons hopefully sweet it's been a lot of fun <laughs> they are so, a lot of quarantine fun. is good in some ways yeah i suppose <laughs> or having the ability to watch all of tiger king in one sitting that was hilarious and like started at like 11 went till like 6 a.m <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. I still haven't seen it I haven't watched it yet I don't know there have been a lot of people that like are obviously sensitive about animal well-being that didn't like watching it but like you never really see outward animal abuse there's just a few times where they talk about there's obviously a few tigers that get killed and stuff yeah just to make way for new ones but other than that like it's hilarious the whole time you're like there's no like how is this real life how are these people actually real yeah and and every episode it just gets more ridiculous than the one before it's kind kind of funny i was i listened to uh last podcast on the left Mm -hmm. so they've been talking about joe exotic for years okay like like a long time so it's kind of hilarious now to and i've never looked him up or looked into him just sort of heard how they talk about him what they say about him so to finally Mm -hmm. put a face to (laughs) <laughs> the guy that they're talking about like oh shit it makes a lot of sense now like just seeing him yeah. makes a lot of oh, sense yeah. it's insane like that's so funny i like i was not really that much of a tv person and now i just love tv um <laughs> watch the waco miniseries oh yeah that's on my list too i haven't seen it and yet. it is so good it was so well acted it's very good sweet i'll definitely <laughs> definitely check it out yeah. Mostly watching comedies right now, like I'm rewatching Community, which is always hilarious. Disjointed, it's on Netflix. It's uh, it's got Kathy oh, Bates like, in it. It's like a pot dispensary. Yes, yes, yes. So, wait, Disjointed. That just has two seasons, is it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'd never got a third yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we. I guess I have seen that. Yeah. And I never thought um, like it was going to be funny because it's been out for a while, and I just right. figured it was going to be like a that '70s show kind of sitcom comedy thing. Mm-hmm. And then once I started watching, I was like, "Oh shit!" There's actually moments where I'm just laughing my ass off. Like the the main lady who who like runs it, Kathy Bates. Okay, because she's so good. Oh, she's and awesome. It's so funny to think because like I've seen her in roles where she's so. Opposite you know, so that? serious yeah you know yeah exactly well, american horror story she's in that too and okay and she's and just so it's, fucked up it's in that awesome. one <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah she's good, a good show actress. i like that one yeah i was surprised i, I did like it <laughs> just finished watching castlevania three seasons of that and by the end of season three it's just messed <laughs> it's so good so is that like assuming vampires yeah so or, it's kind yeah. of follows like the game Okay. Um, so it's just set in that the Belmont is Trevor Belmont in this one hunting down Dracula. Basically, it's really good if you like, you know, anime and vampire killing stuff. <laughs> it's pretty good, and it, it gets pretty deep. It's not like a shallow cartoon. It's it really hits on human nature and a lot of stuff. So it's really cool. I like it a lot. Good. Oh man, there's been like a lot more cartoons I've watched, like the BoJack. Oh. You know. Yeah. Like it's only been like the last few months that i even knew that that existed oh really <laughs> yeah watched all of that and it was like this is amazing mike tyson mysteries La- that's another hilarious one i've watched a little bit of that and i uh, yeah i want to watch more he's hilarious <laughs> um uh, when like months ago when work was still and i would just sit at work and i would just watch mostly joe rogan podcast yeah and mike tyson is on there and just like <laughs> Hearing him talk about his life, it's kind of one of the same thing as like Joe Exotic. It's like how, 
how is this real life? You know, like how did this person live this life? Yeah, no, it's he's, true. yeah, he's he's someone who's like, yeah, it's a really incredible <laughs> journey he's taken for yeah, sure. Yeah, it really is. I was trying to open this pot resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's just like so stoked. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like finally I can do this. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Have you been playing much at all or work? I recorded one song the 28th of April yeah. or so and that was really fun it was a newer song too because that's the thing too like I have a lot of songs that are unrecorded but were written a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, but this one that I have just recorded was just written in February I, I was a part of a songwriting workshop at Shivering Songs in Fredericton oh sweet and like the whole goal was to try to come up with something for the end of the weekend to perform mm-hmm and so that that like that song is the song that I've just newly recorded. That's kind of neat. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. But honestly, no. I, well, just once on Instagram, a, a buddy of mine puts together. He just gets friends from. He tries to get as many provinces as possible. I think he has like PEI, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Ontario, maybe Newfoundland. Anyway, and just for like an hour or two, he kind of hosts it. And then brings people in, and we just talk, and then play a song or two. Okay, yeah. So I've so I've done that. Like that's kind of fun, just because it's like just basically people hanging out online. Mm. But I don't know. It's like when I feel like it, I will. I guess. But (laughs) yeah, that's like there's other other things to do. You know, maybe it's uh, time to just sit back for a bit. You know. Well, for me, the only reason to play music is to go play it live. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just without that, I, I just don't feel, I don't know. It's like there are, you know, I could sit home and try to write songs, but I would rather do other things, especially when it's like, I can't do the one thing with music that I actually want to do. So, right. Yeah. You know, I'll just watch television <laughs> <laughs> or go for walks or make bonfires. So I don't know. I don't think you're alone in that sentiment. I think it's a lot of musicians are feeling yeah. the exact same thing right now. So it's a lot harder to feel motivated to, to work yeah, well, towards something if that thing isn't there. You know, it's like, you know, in movies or books, people like it seems like people always describe growing up in uh, like Cold War times as like kind of being like, well, what's the point, you know? Like when you have this thing looming over you, Right. You know, it's like, it's hard to, like, think about the future. Yeah. You know? And and it's kind of the same thing with this. It's like, when, so when my shows first got canceled and we knew April and May were for sure definitely not going to work, Peter Rowan was like, well, should we try to, like, just start rebooking shows? And I was like, yeah, but we don't even know how far ahead we need to, you know? Right, yeah. And it's just like, will it be okay in October? <laughs> but, I mean, a, a lot of a lot of things online, it's like, it's going to be at least 2021, you know? Yeah, festivals alone are all banned yeah. until next year, which yeah. sucks. So it's like, what's the point in, like, trying to, like, put all that work in? Just right, yeah. To... Have to cancel it all all over again. Yeah. I said this actually when uh, at like a my mo- one of my mother's friends in the grocery store the other day, and and I was just like, you know, it's not bad. Like when you when you when you don't think about all the things you can't control, it's like it's easy to have fun and enjoy yourself, mm. you know. So it's like to me, it's just better to not think about it, you know. And then when if if we get to a point where places are open and we can freely move, then there'll be time to think about it. But it's like, you know, hitting your head against the wall, being like, oh, I wish I could book shows. is just like, that's not a productive way yeah. to spend your life. So No, that's true. So looking at the, the recording of latest album, I guess, how long did it take you to record? Or did you just sort of take well, your time? Well, the funny thing is, it didn't take a long time to record as in like... Each song took very little, but it was recorded over like a almost two year period. Like that's only just because I am terribly lazy and unorganized. Um, <laughs> the whole plan, like this, was actually supposed to be out at least last spring. 
it's already a year past what I personally thought it would be. But that's just because I didn't want to rush it. And also, it was like, no one's going to listen to it. Like, or the same people that are going to listen to it are going to listen to it. So it doesn't matter if it comes out now or next year. Or So, yeah, it didn't take long as in, like, I mean, there'd be some nights where, I mean, the bed tracks for three songs would get done, you know? Yeah. And that was, like, in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so it was, it was very easy and fun. And uh, really, it was just, like, a my buddy who is very, his, well, his name's uh, Brandon. He plays bass on one track on the album, and he also helped record a number of other tracks. Anyway, it was just kind of like we were hanging out, and he is very, like, he's a techie, I guess you would say, but he had never used Pro Tools or anything. So it was basically me just showing him how to use the, the software and the the interface. Then, you know, we'd set up, and he'd record and make sure the levels were good, and I'd play, and, you know. So it was just, like, really, like, two friends hanging out for the most most part. And then... There was also one track. It was I did it with uh, Pierre Cormier, and he recorded and also played on it. So that was very much like how Papal Visit records, which is we show up, learn the song, and record it in a night. You know, so yeah, it was very easy as far as like the recording process went. It was just slow. Yeah, but that's just because you know I'm slow. <laughs> And, you know, doing other things. And, you know, in the last two years, it's like there's been a lot of recording with a lot of different bands and a yeah. lot of different projects. Yeah, so. you've got your hands on a lot of cookie jars, that's for sure. Yeah, so it's like, to me, it's all just one. It's like I don't see it as separate things. As long as I'm playing, I'm playing. Right, yeah. You know, if I'm playing drums with people visit, I'm happy. If I get to play bass with little me, I'm happy. And if I get to do my own stuff, then that's fun too. But it's all just trying to come up with things and be creative. The shape moves forward towards me a strange comfort through the mist levitates my spirit to sober Welcome back to the Pagan Place. 
Here, let me chop up that poison for you. No, no. You keep the tip. All we need is a little like and share. That'll do just fine. There you go. Have a good day. Did you uh, record it all in one place, or did you sort of move uh, around so and record some in different places? Three places. So when it started, it um, it was actually in. It's now called just the Cornerstone. It's like a place for like an event place for oh, weddings and stuff. Yeah. Across from St. Max, it used to be called Cornerstone Baptist Church, right. and uh, my mother was the pianist and uh, choir director there. Okay. So I had I had keys to the building, and as I'm sure you know, churches sound really cool because they're designed for music. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, some of the a number the number of the tracks were recorded there in that church, and then the one with Pierre would have been done at the Canterbury Jam Space. Okay. You know where all that stuff, all the papal stuff happens. Yeah. And then there's four acoustic tracks that I I got Corey Bonavi to record and that was in my house. Okay, sweet. So yeah. And actually there were actually some of the electric stuff. It's also scrambled, but yeah. There's definitely a lot of stuff recorded at home. Which I love. Like that's that's the best to like get up, <laughs> make coffee, have have a breakfast sandwich. You know, I really like just spend it all day slowly setting up and recording and then yeah no it no, makes sense. no pressure and it's just fun like it's like you're in your house just hanging out it's definitely the most ideal ideal way to do yep. it so you put this out on monopolized records yep do they mostly just help you with distribution and production yeah, or, well, or did he sort of uh i'm assuming Corey? did he mm-hmm. run the masters well, of like, stuff, um, well he, he did do yeah he did master it which was kind of nice because it's like this time around other than the four acoustic tracks that, that he recorded, I mixed everything else. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to like have him, like a different set of ears to master it. So that was nice. But also, he's the one that organized all of the digital platform stuff. So like, it's on, uh, you know, Spotify and Google Play or whatever. Right, yeah. So that, that's through him. And I think the big thing is like, it's about... You know, I mean, it's kind of the same thing that we do with Quality Block Party, where it's like, as a group, it's cooler than we are separately. You know, and I think just like being under the the umbrella of monopolized artists and people from the area that are doing stuff, it's just like adding to the pile, I guess, of what we do and who we are. Yeah. Because it's like, on the record, it's like, if you look at the credits on my album, it's like, <laughs> it's like people from every band <laughs> pretty much like pretty much in St. John you know so it's just like a big group of people that like to hang out and do things together which, which I really like oh yeah because it, it's it like sweet. that makes it like that really makes it easy it's like uh, I would do like bed tracks for a song and be like oh I'd send it to Jason Ogden or something and be like hey you want to play guitar on this and be like sure and he comes over and we record it. So it, I really like that freedom. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. It is good to have that sort of ease of a system, I guess. Oh, for sure, yeah. And I don't know if was, something that that has really happened in St. John until Monopolize. I know there were other recording studios that you could go to, and uh, but not, nothing under a banner, well, I guess, kind of like Monopolize is. And the thing that I've noticed reading about like albums that have been made here from bands that are not from here. Um, and the one I'm particularly thinking of would be like Motherhood because they've recorded their last couple things here. Hmm. And the comment is, oh, it's so much grittier. It's like the St. John grit. Yeah. Which I think is very much so Corey and very much so. Like there is a, I think a difference, like a sonic difference with a number of, of the bands in the area, like in St. John. Yeah. Compared to the rest of the province even. Yeah. So I think that's cool. I can it, like, see that. It just like creates a thing that people can recognize as a, a sound or whatever. I know exactly what you mean too. Just just from listening to to local bands and stuff, I can kind of pinpoint yeah. that sound. Well, it's like yeah, you know, it's just we've always had like you know, if you look the older generation of like Wooden Wives or 
before them. I mean, they were the organizers. It's like, seems like the St. John lineage has always been like more raw and rocking right, than yeah. anything. You know, it's like obviously a lot of kind, like there's a lot of kind of music that comes out of here that is different, but you can smell the, the Irving stink <laughs> on the music kind of thing. <laughs> you know, like the, the blue collar dirt yeah. or whatever. Right. So, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. So I suppose it's kind of hard to tell where you want to go with things right now, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, musically I mean, and you know. touring, and like it's all kind of not to say up in the air, but like you said, if you can't play live, which is what you play for, yeah, exactly. Must be hard to tell where things are going. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just hope that twenty twenty one's better. I mean, <laughs> yeah, now we got those giant hornets coming up. I know, I just saw that yesterday. I'm like, fuck, wait. There's no winning. <laughs> it's like, how long is it going to take them to go from PC to New Brunswick? I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, I hate hornets as enough as it is, let alone. I know, they're huge. They're like the size of your thumb. <laughs> There's a video uh, online of uh, a mouse and one of those hornets fighting. It was just Whoa. Brutal. A hornet just destroyed the mouse, just... No, no problem. <laughs> it was nice. Uh.
inspirations did you have for the album or more than just sort of i don't know things that just came out of you musically or you know things in life that kind of brought a, yeah. a tone out of you because you were in a certain mood at a time or i mean two years well, to put out an album is what, a lot happens right? in the last actually the last few times i played right before quarantine which was real as tooth in the thing it would have been solo the last few shows i actually had said that at the shows being like it's kind of weird performing songs that like i was clearly very upset <laughs> uh you know it's like these words are sad and this is like not a pleasant thing and now it's like i am not sad <laughs> and i you know and it's like it, it is weird like that, that how time changes it but to me, it's like once you get on stage and like, you start playing, it's like you're transformed anyway. This song brings you to a headspace. So it doesn't necessarily matter where you are in your personal life, I think. As long as you can still feel the song, you know, it's like even if my emotions are not the exact same as a lot of the songs, I can still relate to them. Yeah. You know, you flip the switch and you perform it and you still feel it. But it's like when you get off the stage it's my life is not like that luckily you know right yeah um but musically it's always like just depends because i listen to so many different things so it just comes out i would say certain songs sound very much so like people visit or like the band that people visit copies which would be gbv you know there's like a rock and pop element to a lot of tunes but then like a lot of songs are not very poppy, so, I mean, yeah, I don't know. So just sort of however they come out. Yeah. You know, there, there are, like, a number of slower songs on the album, and, I mean, I listen to a lot of slow music. So it's, like, some of the slowest music I've ever played is on this album, but then also some of the fastest. Yeah, that makes but, sense. But it's, like, yeah, as a music fan, which I feel I am first and foremost, I'm not one-dimensional. You know, I'll listen to hours of The Grateful Dead, and then I would listen to someone like Mark Koslick, who has who is as far from The Grateful Dead as possible. No, that makes sense. It's kind of you absorb a lot of music. There's going to be a lot of yeah, exactly music in you. I mean, someone said, which it's like it's a great compliment, but I like totally disagree with them. There, someone said that maybe it was you. I can't remember. Someone said that like the first track like the little lead part it's like oh it's a very dinosaur junior sounding thing oh, and it's like that's yeah. an awesome compliment but it doesn't sound nearly as good as dinosaur junior um <laughs> <laughs> but like i mean i get it it's like poppy guitar you know electric guitar and that's like cool thing like people will hear something that you might not have even heard before yeah so i, I really like that too once it's out there it's like in other people's hands and minds. Everything's open to interpretation anyway, unless you're yeah, unless you're shooting for something, I guess, and right. you're trying to aspire to getting that sound, that kind of thing. Otherwise, it it is. I mean, it's art, right? Like once it's out of your hands, it's yeah, exactly. Open to interpretation, and it, or and it's so uh, such a good feeling. And that was the, the weird thing about not like that. It took me so long to just put it out. It's like. I love being done with it. Yeah. It's like, you never have to think about, uh, should I change the mix? Well, it doesn't matter. It's, it's done, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's already on the desk. Like, and... Or it's like, there are parts, because it's like, there are certain songs where it's like, it's purposely kind of funny or cheesy. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, will that come across in the wrong way? Humor is a weird thing. It's like, humor to me might not be humor to someone else. Right, yeah. And so, like, that is a weird thing, but it's like, you know what? It's over. Who cares? <laughs> and, yeah, like, the no. worst thing... I mean, the worst thing someone's going to do is say, I don't like it, you know? But it's like, I say that about music every day. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, no, that's a, that's true. That's a good way to look at it. And I say that about people that are much more talented than I am. So it's like, I can imagine what someone would say <laughs> about me, <laughs> you know? Because it's like... Anyway, you know, you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. There's always going to be the uh, the naysayers in there somewhere along yeah. the line. They're just, just absolutely no, no getting around them. They're there. <laughs> I do like the album quite a bit. It reminds me both of seeing you with a band and mm -hmm. seeing you without a band. 
You know what I mean? Right. Or is Which it- is like, that's definitely like, it's really hard to book shows with the band. Right. Because we're all very busy schedule-wise. It was like, you know, I should just play by myself. And so, yeah, I definitely wanted to have that on the album as well. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the time, that is how people see it. So. Yeah, well, it's a good mix. It's a good blend of those two sounds, and I like it a lot. And I liked, um, actually, the uh, Oliver that did that review. Yeah. It's like the one song that he picked out as being kind of cool which I also think is cool, is like the long, slow one that has no words. Part of me was like, well, it is really drastically different, but like that is the whole point, to like cut it up. Like it's kind of like an album break in a way, and I'm glad that's how he saw it. Because <laughs> like it would totally make sense if someone was like, why is there a seven-minute drone track in the middle of this album? <laughs> like that's right. dumb. Because I totally get that. But it's just because, like, on the albums I listen to, that's what it's like a lot of the time. It's, like, drastically different. No, it makes sense. So, it's always good to know just, that your intentions are caught, too, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, well, yeah, like, the idea of, like, it's kind of like, sort of like food. It's like cleansing the palate. That was act one, and here's, like, your intermission kind of thing. Yeah. And then, and then the, the end of the story. And then it also, I just like it because I listen to a lot of drone music, so I'm glad that someone else <laughs> thought it was cool. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much. It's been fun talk. Oh, no and problem, man. Thank you. Definitely be in touch, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, cheers, Bye. Stop what I'm doing and find myself a writing utensil and take the time to sort through my thoughts Am I happy with who I am? My job, my band But when the coyote calls I do not answer Hope you enjoyed the episode. This is Lisa Fries, and you've been listening to the Pagan Place Podcast.